Hey everybody, Tyree here with Before I Forget, along with Kevin. Say hey, Kevin. Hey everybody. Last week, uh, let's rewind a little bit. So in 2018, there was a school shooting at uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. And 17 total were killed in the shooting, uh, 14 of which were children. The some of you may remember the video that was released after the shooting is of the the school resource officer, um, or whatever he was, who pulled up on scene and did not enter the building. And while like the shooter was actively engaged um, in killing children and, and staff members, and so the video shows this guy standing outside. And what looks like a refusal to just enter this building. Well, just last week, um, Scott Peterson, the, the man in question, was found not guilty on all counts. Um, so he was charged with seven counts of felony child neglect and three counts of culpable negligence for a total of 10 counts. He wasn't charged for all 17 uh, deaths because he wasn't on scene when uh, the shooting first happened. Um, so he was he was found not guilty on all counts. Now, obviously, like there, you know, there's there's two sides to the story. The defense was saying his his lawyer uh, Michael Piper argued that there was no legal obligation for Peterson to enter the building and stop the attack. Right. Um. And then, and that's, 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 that's the ruling. That's what the jury found him uh, not guilty on. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, Tyree, what do you think? What are your thoughts? So from a legal standpoint, yes, uh, you, you raised your hand for that job. You know, you wanted to be a brave person before, before this day, you know, you had those cool ass fucking ideas of being the hero. So now it's uh the day to be a hero and these kids need you and you decide not to go in. It's not against the law for you to not go in, but it's really fucked up. Um, but Hey, you don't go in. These kids die. You get charged with something. You're going to get found not guilty, but in society, you're going to be seen as still as a coward. Um, not everyone's built for those kind of jobs, man. Uh, it's fucking me and you can sit here and talk about, we can go fight dragons all day until a dragon shows up and you're like, holy fuck, we got to fight this motherfucker. You know, uh, at the same time, if you're at the position of working at a school as a security guard, you should probably be ready for something like that to happen. Like you should have a plan. And unfortunately his plan was to stand outside and listen to, to this happening and it's tragic, but it's not against the law. So, like, I understand him not being convicted of it because he was charged of it, but not convicted. But society's still going to judge him harshly because he decided to uh, employ himself with a job that he was not qualified for. Yeah, uh, and I, I can definitely understand that, and I think a lot of people might might tend to disagree just because 
there's this misconception that, well, I, I don't even know if I want to call it a misconception. This idea that, you know, so law enforcement exists to protect and serve. Um, that's the whole thing. It says it on every police car in the country. Right. Um, and, and this is one of those exact scenarios where it's time to protect and serve. And, you know, the guy didn't follow through. I remember when I was in basic training, dude, and my drill sergeant was like, raise your hand if you think you can go to war and you can kill somebody. And we all raise our hands, you know, it's like, put your fucking hands down. Like you don't know until you're there. Mm-hmm. And I can see that, you know what I'm saying? I can see, I can see, you know, the same thing applying to law enforcement. You don't know how you're going to react in a situation until that situation develops and who in their right mind thinks to themselves, I hope the situation develops so I can test my middle. Yeah. Um, they, I forgot. I, I read it somewhere, uh, but they're talking about, uh, it's the C, the CNN article was talking about how, um, damn it. I completely forgot my, my train of thought too. Um, It'll come back to me, but I do, I do want to, um, so I first heard about it on, um, the Instagram, uh, page, uh, Colion, uh, Noir is a big two A advocate and, uh, he's a lawyer and, uh, just a big old, big old gun guy. Mm-hmm. But he, he talks about, uh, and this is from his post about it. It's, it's a quote, it's disc concerning it's a disconcerting realization that the same government asks us to entrust our safety to them through gun control measures is simultaneously asserting that they are not legally obligated to keep us safe this creates a perplexing situation where we are expected to relinquish our right to bear arms for the sake of safety without any assurance that the government can fulfill its end of the bargain mm-hmm. and that's an interesting concept because um not that i want to like really kind of delve into the argument with the second amendment and, you know, gun rights and all that stuff. But it is, it is an interesting take to say, we're going to limit what you can and can't cannot do with firearms while, you know, saying we'll protect you. And then they just, in some cases say, like in this particular case, my personal opinion, this guy should have gone to the building. Like, I mean, I, I do think that he's, he is obligated, morally obligated to go in. Mm-hmm. Um, so to put trust, cause I mean, one of the, one of the victim's fathers even said like his, his, his faith in the system, uh, justice system is shaken. And I would even assume maybe your faith in those who are sworn to protect, um, you know, now you've got to question whether or not those people are going to be able to do their jobs. You know, when shit hits the fan, heaven forbid, you find yourself in one of those situations and you have to call the police, you have to call 911, and you're hoping that they show up on scene and, you know, swing in with their capes and uh, and save the day. Well, now you got to wonder, like, I mean, and, and, and you and you should. um, You should, you should, what am I trying to say? You shouldn't wonder whether or not the police are going to show up and and save your ass. Like I'm, I'm of the opinion that you should be able to save your own ass, right? If you are walking around this world defenseless, and that doesn't necessarily mean carrying a firearm. You can carry a knife. You can carry pepper spray. You can go train in some martial art. You can do something. You can go to the gym and stay physically fit so that if an attack should happen, you're at least able to um, escape and evade. Um, 
I, I, that's, that's just my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. And so if you are solely relying on these badged officers to, to swing in and, and save your life, then you're kind of setting yourself up for failure for both of those reasons. For one, they may not feel obligated when they get there to do it. They may not feel like they are equipped mentally to run into that fire and drag you out. And also because you should be able to protect yourself. I think uh, everyone's human. So let's uh, play devil's advocate. It's someone who uh, can't protect themselves. They're fucking, uh, they're paralyzed in their bed and there's a thief actively stealing shit from their house. Just walking around their bed, stealing stuff from it. This person's calling the police there's a rookie coming and it's its first day and uh, the his training officer says, you know, it's pumping him up and eventually it scares him into going into this house. Like, that's happened before. I've seen it. So, I want to say if you hire 100 people, five of them are not going to go in that house. Good luck trying to find those five. You won't find it until they're actually tested. For the most part, they don't get tested. They get put up in places where they're not in a place where they have to deal with any of that kind of stress. Because, you know, someone someone along the way saw that, like, hey, this person is not capable of doing something that this these other officers are going to be able to do. That's just how it is. That's how it was in art department. So I understand expecting something to happen when you call for help. But... From the other side of the curtain, I know you're not gonna get the you. It's a it's a it's a jackpot of what kind of officer you're gonna get, depending on the day. So you should you know if you can defend yourself, cool. If you can't, and you're waiting on these officers to get there, be expected or be prepared to deal with a human. A person who is afraid also, even though they're sworn to protect. Uh, And you don't have a reason to think otherwise because that's what you think officers do. They're on TV fucking rescuing the uh, blown up whatever the hell. You know, they're they're there doing the historical brave shit. So when you call them, you expect that. And when it doesn't happen, yes, definitely you're faith in the system should be shaken, but that's, that's how it's going to be. Yeah. Well, and I'll say to that, like, <clears throat> um, I think some of the best advice ever given to me, um, was by my stepmom after a breakup in high school. She said, you have to look, watch out for yourself, right? You have to look out for number one, your friends and your family, um, who, who love you and care for you and want nothing but the best for you will do what they can when they can to help, but you're the only person who is with you 100% of the time. So if you can't rely on yourself, then, you know, you're kind of SOL. Mm-hmm. Now, in the case of the, you know, the, the paralyzed person in, in bed, I mean, that's, that's the situation. That shit happens. Um, but to, I don't know. I think the difference, and I, I think the reason, so man, my, my, my thoughts are all over the place. Um, one, I think people are justified in thinking that the police are going to show up and handle the situation because 
we entrust them to do that job and they have the training. They have some type of training, I should say. Mm-hmm. They have had more training than your average Joe walking around the street. Right. Right. In, in these situations. So there's this expectation that when they arrive on scene, you know, the cops are here, everything's going to be good to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that expectation. And it's, it's kind of the same with this. But this is what I was trying to get at earlier. Um, the reason his, his, his attorney argued um, that the then deputy uh, didn't enter the, the school because he couldn't tell where the shots were coming from. That's the defense that they went with. Um, couldn't tell where the shots were coming from. The father that I spoke about earlier um, had talked, had referenced a, a shooting in, in, uh, in Texas. I can't remember the name of the town um, <clears throat> where, you know, the officer responded on scene, didn't know exactly where the shooting was coming from, but still entered the building anyway and was eventually able to de-escalate and uh, neutralize the threat, I believe. So, you know, sure, you may not know where the shooting is coming from, but that doesn't mean you just stand there, like, you know, with your thumb up your ass. And and I feel like we can kind of, um, well, you definitely can because you were a cop for 13 years, but, like, even before that, you know, could we have used the the same excuses when we were deployed? You know no. what I'm saying? If we were out on a patrol and there were shots fired, like, are we going to be able to, um, are we going to be able to say, I don't know where the shots are coming from, so I'm just going to stand here and not do anything? I, what I want to say, I got to back up for a second. Um, we got to not have this uh, idea that cops are heroes. That's going to sound fucked up, but it's the truth. Because cops have been convicted of rape. Cops have been caught stealing shit. Cops have been caught in lies. Cops are human, so don't expect Superman to show up. Don't expect RoboCop to show up. Expect somebody with the same problems that you have to show up. So keep that in mind. So in our case of, hey, I'm not going to go in there and deal with whatever the issue is, that's, I think it's going to be on the peers to deal with that. Um, I I can't think of any time where there was a, a point where Anyone that we had were like, no, I'm not going to go do that. That's fucking, that's too much. And even if they were, I wouldn't throw them out in the street here. But I don't know. I mean, because it's just so out of control to me. The thought of saying, no, I'm not going to do that because I'm afraid is I can't wrap my mind around it. So I can't even give you a good answer for that particular thing. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah, I mean. I just, I don't know, man. I think about like when we were deployed, man. I mean, now you you may have had, you may have had these like random situations where you're like, okay, you know, I don't know if I can, if I can go into this building, but like everybody else is. So I'm going to go to, yeah. you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, if I'm not going to lead, I'm at least going to follow. I don't want to be that one guy who's not, who's, I don't want to miss it. I want to be there. Like we fucking trained for this shit. We That's all, what I'm saying. Yeah. So you would think that this guy being law enforcement would have trained for this shit in some way, shape or form. I mean, he's 60 years old, so he likely got into law enforcement long before like sc- school shootings were 
a big thing. I think Columbine really set that off back in the late nineties, but mm-hmm. uh, it's just, I don't know, man, it's, it's, it's hard for me to wrap my mind around. So this guy would say, he said, quote, the only person to blame was that monster. It wasn't any law enforcement, nobody on that scene from BSO Coral Springs. Everybody did the best they could. We did the best we could with the information we had, and God knows we wish we had more at that point. I don't know, man. It's, In the absence of orders, man, you got to fucking go. The That statement that they gave is just such a cop-out. Yeah. It is, it is well, that was a, him. That was him? He said that? That he said that. Why would he? I wouldn't even say shit. Like, dude, they found you not guilty. Go someplace and hide. Now, don't say anything like now. Okay, yeah, clearly the guy who went in there shooting is is at fault. Clearly you not doing anything didn't help the situation, didn't hurt the situation, but it didn't help anything. Like that's the issue. It don't do your fucking job. It's it's not like you said you were going to fucking do this shit. You said you're going to go protect the neighborhood. You said you're going to protect these kids by showing up every day. That fucking guy Okay, I'm gonna be careful because you know we're all we're public. Um, I'm sure at some point this is gonna fuck you up because it just fucked me up thinking about it. I know the school resources officers' names when I was in high school. They knew me. I knew them. If some shit happened at my campus and they weren't running in, I would. We would have problems. Like. Did he not know those students? Did he not have any kind of relationship with them to give a fuck to run in there? Was he just so, so deep into his own self-preservation that he let kids that he probably hung around with at lunch get shot the fuck up? That's fucked up. And it's not against the law, but do your fucking job and and save these kids or, or, you know, be found not guilty, but in society. Yeah. And and we all know, man, like regardless of the outcome of, of, of the, of the legal system, mm-hmm. like the, the human population will have a different, um, or sometimes they'll agree, um, demeanor on the whole thing. This guy was quoted as saying outside of the courthouse after the, the findings, I've got my life back. In a different state. He can't stay in Florida. (laughs) I've got my life back, Peterson said, uh, describing the year since the shooting as an emotional roller coaster. What I don't like about that is, yeah, man, sure, you you can move somewhere else and you've got your life back. You sure as shit can't live down there in Florida. Mm -hmm. But you've got fucking at least 10 human lives on your hands who do not have their lives back. They will never get their life back. Those families that lost those people will never get their lives back. But hey, good for you, buddy. You've got your life back, and that's what matters. I just, I don't know, man. So, yeah, I, I understand it from the legal perspective, right? Okay, so he's not legally obligated to go in there and do this. Mm-hmm. So then why was he deputized as a, as a sheriff's deputy? Why was he hired as a school resource officer? Right. Oh, because, Why was he even put into these positions? Because he's he, not legally obligated. 
He never missed work. He was always on time. His uniform was always nice and pressed and cleaned. Uh, he shot really well when he had to qualify. Every report he ever did was perfect. Uh, sure, he's almost retired 30 years ago. Chill out with those kids. Ain't nothing going to happen. Uh, be their resource officer until you retire. And then this shit happens. And then those press uniforms and perfect uh, reports and fucking spit shine boots and all that kind of shit don't account for bravery. Don't account for balls. If you ain't got them, you know, you can skate your entire life and never be tested. Never be tested. I mean, we are, me and you probably know a handful of people who are enormous, big, crazy, scary, strong people who've never been to a fight because people are afraid of them. Same with cops. I mean, not in the same kind of way, but they, you can never get the call that has you uh, tasked to deal with that kind of a massive issue. I've been yeah. to a school shooting mm. after it happened, and I'm like, man, I don't even know what I would have did if uh, I was here when this would have went down besides just run in. But that's what we all would have did. Me and my partners, we talk about this shit. Every day we talk about this shit before we start work. Like, hey, if this happens, what are we going to do? We keep the same fucking, the script. Not the script, but if some shit happens, this is what we're going to do. Because this is what we have to do to make sure everything works out between me and you. And then everyone else. That's how shit works. You know, he's working by himself. Maybe if he had a partner there, they could have egged him on to saying, hey, let's go in here and fucking... Do some shit here. But no, you can't fault a guy for being a coward is my bottom line. And it sucks. He shouldn't have been there, but he was never tested. You know, he got tested that day. And now he's thankful that he can live a nice, healthy, peaceful life. But I'm sure at night he thinks about that. Like I should have done something, not Am I legally, was I legally obligated to? Like, I should have done something. I should have just fucking ran in there. Anyone, I mean, me or you care so much for children that if we heard that happening, regardless of whatever, we're going to go in there and fucking figure out a way to stop it. I'm going to fucking kick a door in. I'm going to shoot through a window I don't know what the fuck I got to do to make it happen, but I'm going to make it happen. I got to ram the fucking wall of my car. I'm going to do it to get in there to stop it from happening. Some people are not wired like that and you have to accept it. So be ready. Yeah. Protect yourself, um, you know? Dude. So, I don't know, man. I, I, I think, I think, I, I still think he's at fault. Like, honestly, like I, I, I mean, I think that if you sign up for a job that literally puts you in these positions or potentially can put you in these positions, even if you never experienced it in your entire life or while you're doing that job and you don't do anything when that situation comes up. Yeah. I think that you were, I think that he is legally obligated to enter the building. I think that he is morally obligated to, um, well, morally, I don't know. So more morally and ethically, that's a different ball game to me. I think, because, you know, I mean, everyone's what is morally right and what is morally wrong will will, will vary mm-hmm. from person to person. It's relative. But 
I don't know. I, I do think that he is legally obligated to. Uh, if he's wearing that badge and he has that gun and he is in, in put into this school. But you you brought up a good point, though, because, you know, he, he might have been at the end of his career. Why don't you go chill out over here um, at, as a school resource officer? Nothing ever happens there. Mm-hmm. And so now, I mean, our agencies across the nation are going to have to, like, you know, reassess and be like, okay, maybe, maybe we ought to look at, like, you know, who we're putting into these positions and are they capable of doing that job? So one of his lawyers said, this is not just a victory for Scott, the, the former deputy. Mm -hmm. It's a victory for every, it's a victory for every law enforcement officer in this country who uh, does the best they can every single day. Um, how dare prosecutors try to second guess the actions of honorable, decent police officers. I don't, know, I, I don't know. It's it's a. I, I feel like that's a generalization, because um, we're not questioning, we're not questioning the actions of honorable, decent police officers in this particular case. We're mm-hmm. questioning the inaction of one. Yeah, and you know, it's. I don't know. I th- I think this whole trial was kind of a uh, kind of bullshit. Sham, I think I I think he should have been found guilty. Uh, I don't know, man. Like I say, uh, I think there should be a law now that if you swear to an oath and you break the oath, then there you go. Now you should be, uh, uh, you know, the suspect in a crime, you know, but up to that point, there's nothing, nothing anybody can do. And it's, it's really terrible. Like, uh, same thing that happened over there in Uvalde with those officers, like, do something. Don't just stand there. They were in the building, but go down the hall. Like that's your job. That's what you're supposed to do. Like we mean you get that. Like it's it's black and white. It's no gray area for us because we understand and we've been there and we've gone down the hall and we shot. We've been shot at. There's people who haven't, man. The training and all this kind of stuff, and they're fucking pumped and ready. And when it's time to go, they just fucking can't move, frozen, can't breathe. Or their their mind is what they call on slide lock. They can't fucking figure out what the fuck they need to do to get their their mental gun back into the fucking fight. They're all discombobulated. I've seen it tons of times. You can tell when it's gonna happen. Because everyone's human. I've been afraid of shit. Like, uh, I ain't gonna lie, dude. Fucking, there's been a handful of times where I'm like, man, that was some shit. Like, it's crazy that we even made it, walked away from that. Yeah, but you're processing that when it's over, right? Yeah, when it's over. But when, when it was happening, no, I wasn't thinking about running away was never a fucking option for us so it never popped in our heads they talk about how he was accused for failing to confront the gunman Mm -hmm. instead of taking cover for more than 45 minutes outside the school's three-story building before the shooter was apprehended yeah at at a Um, mcdonald's it talks about the his uh the prosecution um held a position of cover um and in doing so uh, he left behind an unrestricted killer to spend the next four minutes and 15 seconds wandering the halls at his leisure. Four minutes and 15 seconds unabated is a long time. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, dude. That's the thing. Is like you're having those realizations. Fuck, that was dangerous. Holy fuck, that could have been bad. That could have went south quick. In the aftermath, after when it's all said and done, you're like, man. Yeah, when you have a second, mm-hmm. but like, whether it be four minutes, forty five minutes, forty five seconds, if you're you're if you're hired to do a job, to stand outside of school or a building of some type, a bank, grocery store, whatever it may be, you are badged, right? You have taken an oath of your office, of your position, and you carry a firearm, and you've had hopefully a significant or substantial amount of training on that firearm, and something goes south inside that building that you're sworn to protect. If the first things out of your mouth aren't where's the fucking nearest entrance to this building. If the first thing, if, if you, if the first thing you don't do is like immediately take steps in that direction to go into this building, as soon as you hear that first fucking shot, if you're not fucking looking for where it came from and headed that direction, then you're a failure. Um, and I, and again, like I, I, I'll say it until I'm fucking blue in the face. If this is your position, you are legally obligated to do it. You are legally obligated to take your fucking ass in there and get shut up. If that's what has to fucking happen, at least you died trying to fucking help. Right? That's my fucking opinion. Right? If if you know, if that's your position, then that's what you have to fucking do. Um you can take morals and eth- and, and, eth- and ethics out of it and just say like that's what you should do. If that's your position, if I am a grocery store bagger and somebody comes to the checkout and I'm like, I'm not bagging those. I'm failing my job. I could, I should be fired for my job. Maybe not taken to court, right? But nobody died over it. But no one's going to die if he doesn't bag those groceries. Like, it's always, no, you're right. it, it, okay. it comes so down I'll switch to it up the... Then. I'll switch it up then. If I'm a fucking mechanic and my specialty is brakes and you bring your car in and I look there at your you brakes and I say, you know what? Yeah, there's definitely a leak and that line is cut, but uh, not my job. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. I don't want to get my hands dirty. Yeah, I don't want to break fluid because I, I just washed them or mm-hmm. uh, I'm allergic or whatever the case may be. The car can go back to the uh, the driver and then, bam, they crash into something because their brakes don't fucking work and they're dead. Yeah. I think if you take the oath. If you swear to uphold the law and protect the people and you fail to protect the people, you are guilty of a crime. It may not be the particular crime that he was guilty of, like uh, in the breakdown, in the grand scheme of things. In the grand scheme of things, he failed to uphold his oath. Now, the, the neglect of the children and all this kind of stuff. OK, that's the extra stuff that you can tell someone, but. The root thing here was that. I think if they went after that instead, you could have gotten a conviction. Don't go after the big shit all the time. Maybe maybe read between the lines and go that route. Because clearly, before that trial even started, I'm like, he's going to be found not guilty because he didn't break a law. It is what it is. Unless the laws are changed so that police officers are held accountable for their oath specifically. Yeah, I can, and, and that probably should change. Um, his prosecutor even said two dozen witnesses came in here one by one uh, and told you they couldn't tell uh, fr- from the sounds precisely uh, what area they were the shooting was happening in, which mm-hmm. is fine. But again, you have a gun and a badge. 
You got to find it. I mean, he also, they defense. also went on to say, hang on, they also went on to say, the state did not expect Scott Peterson to go on a suicide mission, um, but he had a duty to confront and engage. What was expected? Uh, what was expected was for Scott Peterson to value the lives of those children as much as he clearly valued his own. Mm-hmm. That is, um, actually, he probably should have valued their lives more. Because I'll tell you, and like I wasn't a cop, but like when we were deployed, I valued y'all's lives more than I did mine. Yeah, because that's just how it is. I don't know. I think this guy. <clears throat> I, I I think that he. If he has any any moral compass in his mind, I think he'll be haunted for the rest of his fucking life. He will. And people are going to analyze this situation and hopefully other departments are going to learn from this. Maybe there's some kind of psychological exam or something that we need to start giving officers before they, you know, are tasked with protecting children. Because <laughs> well, that's was, heavy duty, know, man. Like, uh, if, if you imagine the training for us... LAPD, when there was a school shooting, if there's kids shot on the ground bleeding out, if they're fucking dead, you're supposed to step over them. You're not supposed to stop and give aid. How many people do you think can actually do that? Not as many as you think, man. Like yeah. I had a well, and we and we saw it with that that uh, not too long ago school shooting. Um, where the transgender person went in mm-hmm. and the officers went in and engaged. They were they were passing over. Uh, bodies on the ground as they yeah. were seeking out the threat. Mm-hmm. It's which it's, is what you're supposed to do. Exactly. Like not everyone is built for that. Like there's not not everyone can be a soldier. Not everyone can serve in the military. Not everyone can be a police officer. There are some people who should not be there who are there, and they won't. You'll never know until they're tested. It's my bottom line. And. And in this particular case, I agree with you a thousand percent. Like, bro, whatever your job is, do it. And no matter how shitty it is, you got to fucking do it. Like you swore to do it. So fucking do it. Um, On the flip side, he's only human. And what can you expect? Yeah. And that's 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 a the cold hard fact, man. It's kind of a shitty way of looking at it, though, because I mean, it's it's a truthful way of looking at it. It's a realistic way of looking at it because he is only human, and you can't put a lot of faith in other humans to have your ass mm-hmm. to protect you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. You know, I don't know. I th- I thought of something earlier. Oh yeah, when you're talking about like maybe they should have law enforcement officers have uh, like some type of like psychological screening before they get into these positions, and I think it's funny because, um you guys have a ton of testing before you can be a cop. And then you have to go through your academy where they should be constantly um, evaluating your ability to perform certain tasks. Um, and that should go into a report. And then when you're at your job, obviously you go through your FTO where there's, you know, evaluation reports. And then mm-hmm. don't officers have annual evaluation reports? I know we have in the military. They, um, they, they do. But I mean, all those evaluations and all that kind of shit really stop once you pass probation. Once you're done with all that, there's no more. I mean, you've proven that you know how to do the job, so you don't have to be so tightly scrutinized about everything. But if you're out on your own doing these calls, like you can duck the crazy calls if you want to. You can just do fucking uh, you can write tickets all day if you really wanted to, because that department is so large 
there's brave people who will take care of those calls for me. That's exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I wish I could have said this before. I wish I thought of this before. That is exactly how this depart- that department works. There are brave people here. Even though I have a gun and a badge and a vest and a fucking car and I have all this cool shit and all these cool resources, if I am afraid, there's somebody here who will fucking step into the breach for me. That's exactly how that department works. Me and you, we're going to go in there and do it. Those people over there are going to wait for us to go do it and then they're going to go in behind us because we're the leaders, they're the followers. He needed a fucking leader. He was a follower. He didn't have anyone to follow. So he reverted back to self-preservation. That's what it is. I get it. It's, again, human nature. So, And I said the whole maybe that we should be evaluated as kind of a joke. Because, man, before you go in, you take months of tests and evaluations. There's like an 800-question mental evaluation test you have to take before you're police officer with LAPD. I don't know if it's 800 or it might be six. It's a very long test that you have to do where you get asked the same question over and over in different ways and all this kind of stuff. But it's the same fucking thing is, are you going to do this job to the best of your ability to protect these people and not be a crook? It's all what this all comes down to. Some And if you pass, if you can be convincing enough to let the psychological examiner believe that you're good, then you're good. But, you know, your partner in that car is going to know, like, this motherfucker is not going to fucking back me up if we have some shit that hits the fan. So, hey, I'm going to sit here and text everyone else on the watch. Like, uh, if something goes down, please back me up because the person who I'm with is not worth a damn. I've been there, done that. We communicate like it, it's the brave people can see the the leaders can see the followers. Yeah. <clears throat> so I got three things on that. One. Um, I think I, I agencies, law enforcement agencies, regardless of their their level with their county, state, um, city, whatever. It, I, I feel like they need to be doing constant evaluations, physical and mental. Um evaluations because we're trusting these people to do a job and there's an expectation. And I think it's a reasonable expectation that these people are going to be able to perform these functions. Um, so I think that that needs to be looked at, um, you know, by agency by agency. I know some agencies probably do it. Some agencies probably don't. Um, the other thing is I wore this shirt on purpose for this because, um, uh, the account on Instagram, Shit Creek International, um, uh, he, he used to have a, a shirt, a clothing brand, and this is one of his shirts. And his his motto, his his tenant, he, so he was military and law enforcement. Um, and what is your mindset, right? So, like going into your shift, for example, maybe you've had a bad day at, at home. Maybe yet last night, you know, you got off shift. You fucking your girlfriend was mad at you. You kind of broke up a little bit. You went out and you had a few drinks, whatever. And then you come in the next day, you're feeling fucking salty about life. And now you have to stow all of that stuff and be this, this beacon of light for those that you're protecting and serving. And like you said earlier, cops are humans, right? You don't know what that cop just came from. If it came from a terrible call and you saw like the worst thing he's ever seen in his entire life. And now 
this cop has to pull you over for speeding and you want to be an asshole. I know we've talked about that several times on the show. You don't know what's going on in that cop's home life. Um, and, and, and now we expect them to perform these things. And again, like you said, communication is key, right? So if you come on shift and you say, Hey man, my hundred percent today looks like 40%. Um, so please, when shit's the fan, it can, can, you know, can somebody help me out, uh, or be there or at least hit, work my beat with me or something, you know? Uh, and I feel like, uh, good battle buddies, I hate that term, but, uh, I feel like good battle buddies would, uh, would follow up with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and be able to have that, have that, uh, that person's back, that officer's back. And the other third, the third thing is the super famous and very well known quote from Evan Burke. Um, the only thing necessary, uh, for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. And that's what this comes down to, in my opinion. I mean, I don't care if you can sit there and say, my, my defense in this scenario is I didn't know where the shots were come from. So, coming from so i just i didn't i just didn't that's not an excuse it's not if you hear a noise in your house in the middle of the night but you don't know if it came from the garage the kitchen the kids bedroom downstairs upstairs attic basement do you just sit in your bedroom no you you get up and you go investigate Mm. right if if you are a firearm owner you grab your pistol your ar your fucking whatever your shotgun and you go investigate your house you grab your baseball bat, the nearest blunt object, and you go investigate. You go search. Right? Yeah, you pull out your fucking yeah, your little knife and you go search. You you don't you don't just say, uh was that the garage? Was that the kid's room? I don't know. I can't really tell. So I'm just gonna stay here in bed. That's not what you do. So um so yeah, that's that. That's that's what I had to say about this. But the reason I wore this shirt is because again, what is your mindset, right? Going into your going into going into uh your shift, going into your day-to-day life, what is your mindset? Do you have the proper mindset to go into these positions or into these situations and and be able to perform them? You know, like yeah, I, I, we weren't always feeling our best when we were deployed. I'm sure you weren't always feeling your best when you were working the beat as a cop. But that doesn't mean that you didn't show up and give 100% of what you could give and relay to your your buddies, hey, this is all I can give today. Mm-hmm. Help, help me out. You know, if he didn't really think that he could go into that fucking building, and that's something that every officer needs to think about. Um, and, I, and I say this completely as an outsider because I was never law enforcement. I did. I wanted to be law enforcement. I went through the whole application process and then the military kind of took over, but whatever. Um but I had that that thought, that argument, with that, that conversation with myself. Could I do these things? Could I, you know, pull up on a fucking uh, a vehicle accident where a person was decapitated? Well, I've seen worse in Iraq. So, yeah, I probably couldn't handle that. Um, obviously, it's a different place. So it's a different scenario. Who knows? Could I go into a building where something bad was happening? Yes, I've done it. Um you know, so it's just you have to have these conversations with yourself and to be honest with yourself. And that's a big thing too. remove the ego completely. Be honest with yourself and say, am I able to do these functions? And if if the answer is no on any one of those functions, you should probably seek life elsewhere. Yeah. Think about this. <clears throat> Soldiers who, you know, people in the military, you've been deployed before you've seen the worst. Uh but you've heard it in a different language. It's a lot different when it's in English 
in your particular scenario, not a decapitation, but let's let's say a, an amputation, a kid's arm, and they are fucking losing it, and the family's losing it, and you have to take care of it because you're the cop, you're the guy with the badge and the gun, and you swore to take care of it. So now here you are. Like think about that kind of stuff. Not the always the running into the the running into the the gunfight. It it's a uh, total situation. It, it's everything. It's not just the full spectrum. Exactly. It's it's the doing these reports even though you don't want to, and it's doing the rape investigations. Rape investigations, man. Fuck. You ha- you have to ask the victim to basically relive the worst moment of their life in great detail to include did he have an ejaculation inside of you? Did you take a shower? Did you clean it out? Where did you put the napkins after you clean it out? I need that for evidence. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's that, that would be pretty fucking heavy. And that, and that's kind of why like I had, I, 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 at least in my mind, I had like a small caveat to that because I mean, it's, it's one thing to do it in combat. It's another, it's a completely different thing. I think to do it in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, People you may know, but that's, that's kind of the thing, right? And, and it goes back to what you were saying. You knew your school resource officers. They knew you. Mm-hmm. If some shit like that had happened at your school and you didn't see them come through that door, you're going to have fucking problems with those people. This guy, I don't know how long he was their officer, their, their resource officer, but like not likely enough. he knew some of them. Not he long enough to care. That. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Yeah. I mean, and, but yeah, um, so we're at like 40 some odd minutes. Yeah, man. Think. It's, it's a good time to end this one. So I hit the music and uh, we'll step out. Well, actually, before we get going, I, I'll just start the music and we'll end it. Uh, hang on. Please. Oh, hang on. Hang on, you say? Uh, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go I was ahead. just going to say, man, you know, if you have the internet and a computer, you should check out www.beforeforgetthepodcast.com and check out our merchandise. Uh, if you like the things that you hear on these shows, leave comments. Let us know you like it. So, uh, or let us know you don't like it. Whatever, you know. Kevin, what do you got? Well, and, and on, the, on on this particular show, like this is kind of part of the experiment. Um, we 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 would like your interaction. We would like we would like to hear your feedback on uh, on on this scenario, uh, either based off of what we said, or go read an article, watch a video on it, and come back to us. Um, but yeah, good. Uh, you know, on the YouTube. You know, leave leave a comment. Um, obviously, like the videos and then leave a comment because that stuff one it helps boost the show, and then two, um, we actually interact with our with the people that comment on there. Um, but let's have an open discussion about this, people. Let's let's talk about it. All right, and uh, please like, listen, share, subscribe, watch, share the show, let other people know about the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts. And uh, Kevin, you got anything? to end with no nothing that's it that's That's it. it thank you y'all have a good one